I've had a number of interviews that have talked about the waste problem in the past on Green Business Impact, especially with a number of the circular economy experts, including Zero Waste Strategies or the Rubbish Project or the Circular Economy Asia, cleaning up our roadways with litter pick and cleaning up our oceans with Joago and Honest Ocean. And there will be so many more to come because figuring out how to collect waste and where to put it is such an issue for countries around the world. And today I have another amazing ecopreneur who has one of my favorite business models for collecting waste. And you know, the circular economy experts that I had on the show previously were great to have to show how they're helping companies reduce the amount of waste that goes into our economy. And we also really need to clean up all of that litter that's already out there and in the oceans. But we also need a more efficient and effective way to collect and sort trash. And that is exactly what Luciano, through his company Solar Outdoor Media, does through their solar Wi-Fi eco bin. And pay close attention to how he is monetizing his company and also sharing the revenue back with the cities. So this becomes a situation where everyone wins. You're here for another dose of climate positivity on the Green Business Impact Podcast. Here we highlight the amazing work of green businesses from around the world that are fighting against climate change. If you are ready to be inspired to take action, ready to hear some amazing examples of how we are working to fight the climate crisis, then stay tuned because this week's episode will be the perfect hit of climate positivity. Luciana, do you mind telling us a bit about what you guys do? I know we've got your slides here, your presentation. I'd love to go through that to give a great introduction to what you guys do. So take it away. Thank you, Billy. We are a Berlin-based data-driven company. We are now deploying data between cities and waste collector to have in real-time connectivity or digitize the cities for waste collection. Today, cities don't have this connection. They don't have data accurate for time frequencies and pickups, but also they don't see the value of what kilos or pounds they are collecting every week in different disposal or different kind of waste. And we can give to the cities this digitalization in real time and we integrate our sensors and algorithm with our outdoor media street furniture that we create, which is solar Wi-Fi ecobin. So I found the company in 2016. I started doing some pilots and projects. I'm the founder and I've been doing the test of the market in five continents already, the validation of the business. And in 2016, we won an award in the United States for the National Association of Convenience Store and as a best green innovative product. And then in 2017, we registered a company in Germany. And 2018, we were selected to one of the top six companies to go to Silicon Valley from Germany to do them working, but also to start working with some peers in the United States for future market deployment which by the way, we are already working with several cities in the United States. And 2019, I start also approaching the Asia market. In 2019, pre-COVID, I won seven competitions in China, between China, Philippines, and also MENA region. 
regarding the business. And as of 2020 was COVID, we start approaching cities and we were approaching Spain and other countries, including Florida. And now we are ready deploying the equipment in Spain. We have a rollout projection of 23,000 equipment and we are working with other several markets simultaneously. So we have a team in different regions. So we have Latin America. We also have offices in the United States. We have Sort Outdoor Media Corp registered. And also we have offices in Europe. We have Spain, we have Kosovo, we have Berlin, which is our main headquarters where I'm based. And we acquire a telecommunication company in Spain. I'm in Spain right now where we get the technical side from the company to provide us all the Wi-Fi hotspot and all the software that we provide, but also including our citizen app because we have a citizen app where people can dial in and log in into the app and they can locate where the beans are. This year we start for first time ever. I never did any racing and we have this year a participation, which is also our legal department and also a boutique from Munich who acquired some shares into the company. So the idea of the product came from the failure of other products that were in the market that were missing some components, especially here in Europe. The, the, the law that was implemented last year was signed in 2015, but it get implementation last year in January where Europe is forbidding to export trash to third world countries. So because of these European mayors and also cities, but also big brands like supermarkets, food stores, and so on, they need to optimize what is the recycling process, but also reuse. That's where we came. And I started working in this where we can separate on origin up to six kinds of trash. And also we can provide data in real time to the city mayor or to the user and then the waste collector. We can save up to 30% route optimization before those trucks go out on the street. They will know where they should go, what the street they should go to pick up first. I'll give you an example. The city of Berlin has 27,000 trash cans of 30 liters. So the city of Berlin pay an average of six euros every time those trash cans going to be checked. So imagine when we can provide the city of Berlin some kind of sensor, which we have, and then the city of Berlin will save a lot of money, but also the citizens because they are the ones who pay the taxes. And also the waste collector will optimize that route because Berlin winter is very cold. So they can optimize the route and they can go. We did a search and normally those trash can, just in this example of these 30 liters, 40 to 50% are no full. They are like a half full or some of them are not even, they are completely empty. This will help cities, but also save money and also cut CO2 emissions, which is one of the values we provide. And also in the product, we are having 14 of the 17 SDG goals. For example, we provide free Wi-Fi, USB chargers, reusers, and uh, we have open source of data. So what I did was we create these components of data to help the cities, and I integrated to a solar power for the street furniture, where we can also broadcast sustainable advertising. And also we can send messages live. We are using 
a software company where we can broadcast in between five seconds any message from any CP or any news. And we also have USB chargers. We have Wi-Fi and we have the displays. We can broadcast digital media, which is now today very appealing for outdoor medias because that's what they are looking. They are not to anymore into the static advertising. But also through the sensor, we can provide geotagging for integration with our app. So when citizens go into our, we can tell citizens they can also locate where beans are, but also we can have interactions for the businesses in the city where we create traffic to those businesses and we also share, let's say, with other parties like e-scooters and so on. So they can identify from and they can see where the beans are located. So today we are in Spain, for example, when people go to the city, you can see the dots and the dots are where the beans are. And then people can any kind of trash can. And then we also get the data of what kind of waste is inside that exactly trash can or smart can. And then also the citizen can report a problem in real time so they can let the city mayor know in real time what's going on. And this today costs months or weeks before the city and the waste collector find out that there is a trash can or a waste can vandalized or damaged or so on. So we are providing real-time data. These are the components for the equipment. As you see, they are solar power. We have batteries off-grid. We have LCD and we've been developing the product and improving Right now, we are capable through our software to shut down the equipment remotely. We can shut down any phase of the equipment. We can shut down the screen. We can shut down the internet. And also, all sensors has their own battery. And this battery lasts five to seven years. So if we have any problem with the solar panel, let's say storage or, or energy, the transmission of the data will never stop because the sensor has their own battery. And we are reading this, let's say, communication with, between the waste and our data center every 15 minutes. So every 15 minutes, we are updating what is inside on the beam. Like I was saying at the beginning, today, most of the city mayors, I would say 99%, when you approach them for something to improve, the, especially digitalization, it's a, it's a lack of funding. I've been talking to all mayors. I was having a call with the, with the city of London, and they, this is one of the lack of accelerated process. So we came with the idea to give for free. We provide our equipment or sensors for free to cities, municipalities, government, schools, in exchange that we can choose or we can substitute. What today they have is if you go to a bus stop, you're still having those trash cans where they put all the trash together. And then we have a media revenue. And also we share with the city all profits with them. 10% goes to the city. We do 5% to the city, 5% to NGOs between the city to support NGOs. There are so many NGOs that they're struggling because they don't have no lack of funding. For example, they want to clean the river, clean the ocean, clean the street, and they didn't have no even money to purchase the bag. So we are supporting also startups that are in the, let's say, focus of cleanliness or sustainability, waste management, and also to improve the city quality. So we collaborate also with the waste collector because we give them the data so they have it in real time. 
And also they can optimize times, hours, driving, diesel, because most of the trucks still today with gasoline or diesel, not all are electrics, but also hours, many hours. So we can have the company to save up to 40% in optimization and cut CO2 emission 50%. So this is our business model to accelerate, to implement, and to have the equipment everywhere. Of course, we are a startup, and yes, we are growing, but I think the next three, four years, the future will be solar Wi-Fi for being at least in five continents in the world, okay? So this, the solar Wi-Fi for being optimized, waste management, recycling process for municipalities, but also, as of today, the waste is a commodity. So when they have the data of kilos or pounds, which is produced every year, every month, and we separate on origin because when the waste is collected from our beans, we have it separated by bags. Each bag depends on the waste type. And that also increases revenue for the city, but also for the e-waste collector. I've been sitting with mayors in Europe where sometimes they don't have no recycling in place or they have a lack of that. For example, there is cities here in Spain that they pay up to 18 million euros per year on fines to the commission because they don't meet the recycling optimization. But this is lack of sourcing, lack of data, but, and also that lack of digitalization. And this goes also to major stores, you name it, in the United States, CVS, Walgreens, Whole Foods, those companies, CVS, 7-Eleven, they still producing waste. So what they don't have this data. So what they do is just have the employee go there, go check out every 30 minutes, 40 minutes, the old model from the 50s, while we can provide the sensor but also to separate the trash on origin. And this would give a value, but also make them generate money. As we say, we collaborate with the waste collector. We work with the city and municipalities, but also we go to private sectors. Like for example, here in Spain, we are starting to collaborate with a big chain of convenience stores and gas stations. We are projecting next year to be in 600 gas stations and start collecting waste. Also in Brazil, we just registered the firm in Brazil and we are also collaborating and implementing a plan in Brazil for waste collector with some gas stations and also a beer company that is the largest in the world that they are doing optimization of recycling. So we are helping them to do that. So we get our off-grid product. Our solution is connected in real time with data. We are off-grid. We have our own hotspot and we can collaborate either with companies like outdoor media, waste collectors, any brand we've been approached here in Europe for several brands that they want to be in our beans because brands today, they want to engage. Brands, they want to show that they care for the environment, but as as they want to see their brands doing something. This is important because there are no many ways to broadcast this different sustainable advertising, which is solar power. And sometimes it's funny because I see all outdoor companies that they say, oh yeah, we are sustainable. We are putting bees in the roof of the bus stop. Say, leave the bees on the forest and start recycling in your bus stop. So that you help the city. It's a different mentality. I think it will change with the time. Cities are getting polluted of 
also illumination and advertising outdoor and city mayors sometimes they tell me hey we have 5,000 signage requests but we cannot allow anymore because they consume electricity those are paid by the taxpayers the citizens and mayors have this lack of also they want to produce more income because that generates income for the city but it's uh, difficult while we with the solar wave can be optimized we can be in a beach front, we can be in a river, we can be in a park, we can be anywhere because we are collecting, we are optimizing, we are giving internet for citizens, we are also serving as through our app to other apps and we are creating organic communication between the city. This is the product detail, so this is our sensor. So this is what is the waste management solution that we have the sensors, we have the monitoring, we have all the big data that we generate and also we improve every day. And that's one of the best things about Internet of Things, IoT technology, which is the one that we use because we are always improving and implementing more solutions to help the city to have more data and more accurate. And of course, Internet is important. There is one of the biggest goals for citizens and city mayors by 2030 any citizen in the world should have access to the internet but there are a lack of implementation because also lack of funding so we are trying to help the city and also or a street for or solar wi-fi being can be used for store antennas for also 5g technology so we can help the city instead to put cables and broken the streets and make repairs, we can have it inside and this will accelerate the implementation of also 5G technology where it's allowed or where it's doing it. Like here in Spain, they are doing a very good job like in the United States. And then also the outdoor media, we start with icing between 10 to 20 seconds for also when people connect to our network in the internet, you have also access to data and Wi-Fi, and we have small advertising. We are doing large collaboration with outdoor media, digital media company in Germany. It's the largest editorial company in Europe. And we are providing our beans or screens outdoors for their clients in Germany. That's the, the beans, what I was telling you about the lecture, the scene cars, and, and all the sensors that are off grid but also are independent of the energy from the solar panel which secure the data accurate transmission so we don't have any loss of information so this is our the sensor the sensor can be from less than one meter cube up to more than 20. the sensor also can identify when it's hot when someone vandalizes and put fire they send a signal we can also help through the mac of the phone with the data we can help to social citizen apps like here in spain to to provide services for all senior citizens and also to have information for the city so these are the sensors and the communication and like i say they can go from containers from 120, 100 liters. That's why we can integrate our beans also between the city or existing beans in the city. We can digitize those with the sensors and then we communicate all together. And also this will go to two and the next one will go over and more. So this is a benefit of the app and we are already on App Store and Google Store. The citizens will have access also to locate where the beans are 
which also will help to optimize the recycling for a street. So this is the Google Play and App Store. We were authorized this year. We're still working and improving our app. My vision with the app is going to virtual reality or where we can see real view of the street. As we are a startup, we're still funding. So hopefully next year by summer, we will have it all full developed. This is information about transmission of data, which is very important here in Europe. You need to be very transparent. And this is what we collect from users, which is authorized legally. And also what we provide to the city mayor, because we keep the data, we are open source, we share all of that with anyone. And that's help us to also integrate either today with companies or electric vehicles, so we can collaborate all together. And we are also connected to all social media platforms. And when people go access to our network, when they have access to the Wi-Fi, they can either connect to any of their social media or they just can register a full profile. And that's the presentation of the company. That was great. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you for that, Thank that you. summary. That was really good. So let me just follow up with a couple quick questions here. And do you mind telling what was really your passion to say, oh, this is what I'm going to go after. This is, I'm going to produce this to help out with the waste in cities? Like what was your motivating force that led you there? Well, my background is in solar energy. I was even developed one of the largest solar photovoltaic in the Caribbean. In 2012, we delivered 30 megawatts. It was the first ever built in the Caribbean because it was not ever built. And as the Caribbean and Dominican Republic especially is exposed to hurricanes and everything was expensive because we don't have any data or any track. And then I developed the largest, the first largest photovoltaic project in the Caribbean in 2012 was the nice. first largest. And we powered 300,000 houses in the Dominican Republic because wow. yeah, the electricity in, in my website, you can see the video. There is an interview they did and you see all the videos. So they pay a lot of city, but also they have shortage of energy, like mm -hmm. can last hours without city, some areas of the island. So they just power oh, wow. in the morning between six and eight, and then they put back between five and nine and that's it. So it's mm -hmm. very heavy. Now it's better because today Dominican Republic has more than one giga in renewable energies and we were the pioneers. So when I start working with solar energy, that's where my passion starts. And I see all the implementations of what we can benefit cities, but also to don't stress, let's say, the grid or, or the electricity, and we can make solutions for citizens. We are getting more people, especially into the main cities. People is moving in. And also, we are creating more trash. We need to be more solutions. And we, unfortunately, today, 70, 80% of the trash cans in the cities is still the old model. We still putting the trash together. So my aim is to maybe, I will say, not educate, but also I would say to help that people get awareness about recycling. And this is something that we are living in now because before when we were pitching and we don't have the products on the street, they say, oh, what about if they hit the screen, if they stole it? And I can I cannot explain how nice is people with the equipment. They care, they care for this. They 
are very cautious. They use it properly, which is amazing. We have holes uh, being perceptible for batteries, disposable batteries, but also cigarettes. And I can tell you, between two days, those 20 liters disposal for the batteries are full, completely full. It's incredible how people is conscious about helping their cities to become clean. And teenagers, Generation C, they like the equipment, they take pictures on the solar panel, they like the internet, of course, and everybody loves the equipment. It's a very nice appealing. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's a lot of not only giving the awareness, but also just giving people the option. For a lot of, especially here in the U.S., like you mentioned, you just have one receptacle. If you're lucky, maybe you have a recycle bin, and usually that's just for like plastic bottles. But other than that, like you don't have no, anything. Nothing, you don't have nothing, the option. Nothing. Yeah. In, uh, imagine my passion. Um, hopefully next year I start working with universities and colleges in the United States. We, in 2020, we did an approach with UCLA. And one of the problems with the universities is that there are huge campuses, but each campus has different trash cans. So students don't have the vision, where are the trash cans? So while we can collaborate, but also we can integrate an app and you are in campus, you know where your bin is, you, you where you should go, but also to optimize the waste. But also this will generate income to the university when they properly recycle and separate. In origin, this is a win-win for everybody. So this is one of my goals in the next two years to help universities. We are talking now to colleges in Canada and also here where we can start a pilot next year because I think we need to help them. Also, they produce. Imagine United States, they have 20 million students going to 3,400 colleges, more or less in the United States. So 20 million people is going to classes producing trash because everybody eats, everybody drink coffee, everybody have their food and so on. So we want to help and accelerate that. And that's why we give it for free to universities because we want to help them. Because if they go to our competition, I don't think we have competition because we all collaborate. Any equipment do their job. I'm fan of Big Belly and all the others because they were there first. They are like the big papas, but also it's like integrating the system. And when we work together and we help them, they accelerate it. And some cities, the mayors, cannot accelerate this process because the equipment they purchase is very high. Normally, an average of Big Belly is around 3,900 euros. And like, for example, the city of Madrid purchased 1,100 and they pay average of, I don't know, I think 6,000 euros. So it is expensive. Not everybody has that budget to pay to have that. But also, they still on the old businesses, which is compacting the trash, which is no more nice in Europe. I mean, in Europe, European Commission say we need to recycle, not pollute the trash. So that's why we come and we are helping to accelerate that process. Yeah, that's great. And I think universities is a great place to do that too, because you have all the initiatives around with the new generations coming through, wanting to see more green initiatives coming in onto their campus, and they have a lot more voice there. And so there's a lot yes. more new and trending things that happen on college campuses and university campuses because of that. And then after these 
students graduate and they go on to become mayors or become leaders at big corporations. CEOs of companies. Exactly, exactly. Then they can start implementing them these things there as well. I think that's a great way to distribute and really get your and and that's what me excited every morning, every day to go and push forward. We are creating something nice and every day we go closer and we get ahead and we make a little change. For example, this summer we were invited to outdoor events. We were on the major outdoor events in the Alps in Spain, Valdaran, which is very famous for ski. But also in the summertime, they do races, like very famous races on the mountains. They also do a country festival, one of the largest in Europe, believe it or not, country music. They do also motocross. And we were present in eight events during, from June to September, beginning of September. And then from there, we were approached by gas stations. This is a high, high network community where these events are. And there were a lot of CEOs from companies saying, hey, I want your equipment in my place, in my company. So that time was the COP, they signed these 193 countries. So I saw that Europe, because I was living more in Berlin where I live. I'm now in Spain because we have offices here. So I saw Europe pass a law where they say, okay, by 2021, Europe, all European Union, including UK before the Brexit, are not allowed anymore to export the trash to third world countries. So Europe was forbidden. So that was like a rush for all municipalities, city mayors and government to take action on what we should do with that trash. So recycling. So everybody started talking about recycling and environment. But the cities were not prepared. And then mm-hmm. I got my aha moment because they have the sensors. So I said, if we combine this IoT technology to give mm-hmm. the information to the city mayors and then the information to the waste collector in real time, people can take advantage. Because, for example, you live in, what is your company? Is waste management who pick up the trash in North Carolina or I is think it's private? G- GFL now. Okay. But so, similar. So, so, yeah, so those companies who want to bid normally, they have a bid. Miami, Houston, Los Angeles, they are changing that to the city being the service provider. Mm-hmm. Most of the city, let's say 90% is companies, right? But when they go out, they send 200, 300 trash can trucks every two days to pick up the trash. The driver don't have yet the power to knowledge what they should pick up, where they should go. They go like blind for this road go back, go down. So it's like obsolete. This is the model from the 80s. We develop a technology where we can digitize the city and the trash company in real time, where they can have also the power to know, okay, I don't need to go to that street because this street, I can hold it for two more days because those trash cans are still having power. Besides, we also have an app, I will show you, where citizens... If you are working in a street, you can go to your app and put your city name, and then you can see what is inside or what trash cans are near you. For example, these dots, I will show you. These dots, right? These dots are trash, are, let me put you like this. All those dots are all sensors and trash cans. So when you go, let's say you are in a corner and you press this, oh, today is Friday, they pick up the trash. So you can see what is inside the trash can. paper, plastic, but also you as a citizen can report in real time a damage. 
So wow. this can cost months to a city today, either in New York or Miami or London, to find out, hey, you have a trash can damage in this corner. It is no way. So I developed this and I included a model with digital advertising, which I call it sustainable advertising. And mm -hmm. the best of this, governments don't have money. If you go to any mayor today, you say, mm -hmm. hey, I have the best solution for you. And they say, yes, we like it, but we need two years to put the budget to get the state the funding. We, I give my equipment for free to the city mayors. Uh -huh. So city mayors, when I say that, they say, plus we provide Wi-Fi, 5G connection. We provide also USB ports and we collect data. So the city mayors, when they hear this, they say, hey, I, I want it. Plus we share with the city mayor 10% of our revenue. So what we are doing is, we are saving that city and we are helping them to make money on our business. The trash today become a commodity. Everybody's looking for trash. If you go today to Anheuser Bush and to Budweiser or these brands and you say, hey, I have paper, they will buy it from you because they want to recycle. They want to send this cool message like Coca-Cola. We are doing our bottles from plastic, reusable and so on. There is no enough trash at the moment, I will say properly recycle for these brands that are looking for trash. It's like a disruptive uh, circular economy. At some point, okay, we need to recycle properly on the way that these companies, this huge billion dollar company can acquire that. So that's what we do. And we do also have a solution for indoors, like for banks or that. Oh. And yes, that also separate the trash can separate is with artificial intelligence. For example, hey, we can integrate our app into your app. We can cross road data because our digital media, you can do it remotely. You can be in Bahamas and you can say, okay, I want to advertise. I want to target this, let's say, H circle, this target in this street in Madrid. And then boom, you put the advertising through our software, which is developed in Germany. So we are into digitation, what Google is doing. Google is investing a lot of billions now with this geotargeting. And now they, mm -hmm. they are acquiring also outdoor media because they want to say, hey, we want to put a digital screen. Now, on the other side, I can put more boss around so we can integrate with them. We are not competing with these media companies because we are only real estate providers. I am the partner of the mayors of a solution for waste management. Our business is to cooperate with them. So I believe in cooperation, not in competition. And that's why it's a 360 business because we can work with sizing companies. We can work with outdoor media companies because we have the product there. I will put key on hand and you put your advertising because you have the media behind. I don't go to McDonald's or to Coca-Cola to ask, hey, can you put the advertising on mine? And it's funny because here in Spain, so we still raising capital, but the future is great. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm so happy because mayors are happy. We have products on the ground. Mm -hmm. We start our pilot in Spain, yeah. in the Catalonia region near Barcelona. We start collaborating with some city mayors and these city mayors are so happy about it. And they are our promoters because the yeah. mayors are telling yeah. other mayors, hey, this is amazing. That's where we are. That's awesome. So are you just in Spain right now? Or are you in Germany and in the US and in Latin America as well? We have offices in Brazil because I won a competition in 2020 during pandemic in Brazil. 
We are starting the pilot in November in Brazil. We also are registered in Delaware because we want to go public maybe in three years. And that's where we are. But we've been, so now we are focusing in that to grow, to get the funding. We have a German team. We have United States team. We have our Spanish team, which is all our air employers. We have Europe, 26 countries where we can do a lot of business, United States and in the Caribbean, also Australia, New Zealand. So to be honest, is we are producing the equipment here in Germany. So it's a made in German product. So it's like an Audi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what we are focusing right now. Yes. That's really cool. And yeah. I just have a question about the uh, trash cans that you guys have. Are they sorting the trash inside the trash cans or yes. is it? Okay. We have six holes, six holes on the equipment where our paper, glass, plastic, we also have for cigarettes and disposable batteries. Because here in Europe, the law requests that all trash, they need to have a disposable for batteries, the ones that you use in your remote control and so on. They have six and we have inside six separations. So what I say, always say, we don't do miracles, we don't, but the people is so well behaved that they put the trash where it belongs. Okay. Uh, it's incredible. 95%. We are excited because helping cities to give the power for free, because also after COVID, most mayors are suffering for budget and they are looking new ways to where we can increase our revenues, what I can do to accelerate our process in our city. And another thing that we tell the mayors, okay, or you take the 10%, but make sure 5% goes to NGOs between the city, or we will give it to NGOs between the city. Why? Because there are so cities that we are seeing this organization, like for example, we want to clean the river. We went to clean the shores and they don't even have the money to buy the bags, the plastic bags. They're suffering, they're struggling. So they cannot go to the mayor and say, hey, can you give us 1,000 bucks because we are kids and we want to clean the clothes? And that's what we want to help. We want to support those founders and also new entrepreneurs that they are developing solutions that are amazing, but they maybe don't have, I don't know, 50 or $100,000 to make it happen because you need to code, you need to taste, you need to prove. And that's what we are doing. We want to help the cities that they help their own citizens or kids or universities that Hey, let's put a program where we can maybe have a unicorn because you never know, you know, yeah. and that can change a lot of life because you are producing jobs. You are creating subcontracting. I believe a lot in subcontracting. Like for example, everywhere we, we subcontract electricians and we are licensed and then we are creating this, you know, ecosystem. Yeah. Definitely. So I think it's powerful for us and for the mayors and the feedback is being amazing. Thanks God. They like it and the product is getting better and better because now the software we have, you can shut down this from the app. You can shut down as administrator. I can shut down the Wi-Fi. I can shut down the solar panel, everything. It's a completely digital Control. remote equipment. Yes. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Yeah. And how often are the advertisements? How often do they run? Do they have like certain schedules or yes. what does that look like? We run, I think, between... 10 seconds to 35 to 40 seconds. They run per brand around 300 times per day. So a brand can rotate 300 times. Now we partner with a friend, professor from Turin University in Italy, who painted this display that we also can put advertising over the solar panel. So we can cover the solar panel 
it decreased the power only 10%, but we can have an icing. So we can custom the equipment. We can make it like, I will send you some pictures. I can yeah. put it like all Coca-Cola or <laughs> Bank of America or Wells Fargo, wrap it down or Whole Foods or so on. Yeah. That's really cool. But I would like to spread the word because it's important. Yeah. It's important yeah. the city mayors, but also companies, corporates knows about this because people is suffering. They don't have digitation. They don't have no, no sensor. They don't have any data. They don't have just sending employees watching the trash can and putting it in the sink and putting it back. And we can accelerate that press. But also we, for cities, we lower 30% cost for pickup. And we can cut 60% of CO2 emission in a city. So it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So next year we start with our software where we can start measuring. We are now testing our CO2 cut in each bin, how many pounds we pick up of each individual trash, plastic paper, and so on. So we can give that information to the public. So you can be in an app and you can see that equipment and you say, oh, you can have the whole data, the CO2, how many watts we produce in solar energy, because we can also on the summertime or when it's sunny, we can connect to the grid and we can help the city to get that electricity into the grid from the solar. So imagine when you are in a location, you have 1000 equipment and you have 300 watts of energy. That's they are megas of electricity that we give it for free. We help yeah, the city. That's great. Yeah. It, it reminds me, I had another person on my podcast and they have these benches that have solar panels on the benches. So a little similar idea with having integrating this furniture, outdoor materials with solar panels well, and and they also can charge phones and tablets, keto's yes. light. They are beautiful. I love their product. It's amazing. Yeah. Sign is incredible. I love it. It's sleek. For it's, sure. it's very sleek. Yeah, that's the word. It's sleek. It's yeah. sleek. Very charming. I love yeah. it. You see, those are things that are what I'm doing that we can collaborate with all these companies because if I am in a place and I can put that bench near my bin, I will tell them, hey guys, let's work together. Yeah. Let's exactly. work because it's about collaboration. But mm -hmm. yeah, the war is so big and it's not many companies doing this. We are not even, I don't know, reaching the whole world, but it depends how we grow and how we can become bigger. And I want to give it for free to everybody. So the idea is to start switching the whole trash cans that when you go out, you will remind me, you see this trash can by the bus stop or in a park. Okay. Let's take that out and let's start recycling on origin. Let's put this in there. So while you are wearing the bus, you have internet, which is a SDG goal. And also you are putting the litter or the trash in the proper way. So the city become more sustainable, but also they are making money. So that's yeah. what we want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely what we want. More sustainability yeah. everywhere uh, <laughs> is a good thing. And where do you see the future of waste collection and recycling? Where do you see that going in the next couple Digi of years? Digitize. We are going to data, to digitalization. Cities are getting smarter and also people on the field, like recycling companies, and they produce in packaging, for example, for food, for supermarkets. And they told me there is not enough trash, proper recycled trash, because all the trash is polluted. And they say mm -hmm. sometimes we have lack of trash because we cannot produce recyclable containers 
because for waste, for food, for, I mean, for any box that you name it, because there is no properly recycling in origin. And that's what we are providing. And that's what people like. Yeah, that's great. And what are your goals for, I know you mentioned you're, if you're in conversation with a number of different people, you're looking to expand your company worldwide. What are some of your close coming goals that you're hoping for the next six months? I was in Dubai last week. I was also in Israel, meet with a, a city mayor there, and also Amina, what is Dubai, Abu Dhabi, but also United States. I, I want to bring the product and help universities, but also big chain stores, convenience stores, all these supermarkets. And we can be in any parking space. We can generate income for them. We will install it for free. And then we are recycling in origin. And this can be also a marketing tool for any brand, for any 7-Eleven or Publix or Target or CVS or Walgreens or anyone that has outdoor stores. So this is ideal for cities, shopping centers. We can be there and help for the optimization of the drive. Yeah, definitely. It's a win-win all around. It is. Yeah, definitely. And it I'd is. love to it ask is. this question. I give a lot of different responses. That's always a lot of fun. What are you currently learning right now? I'm learning, believe it or not, I love this LinkedIn <laughs> courses and every weekend I get attached to this and like last week, I'm now in a Salesforce mm -hmm. learning about use the software Salesforce, also different artificial intelligence software that optimize our work but also for our team. Our team are in Spain and also in Germany, cross Germany team is learning Spanish. The Spanish team is learning German and English. So yeah, we keep learning every day. And that's what I, I love to do on the, to get more knowledge because knowledge is power. But also I like to see what people are doing, cities are doing. Like for example, I have a feeling attached with Los Angeles because I used to live in LA and I was watching, I know that LA is suffering for the trash downtown. LA, like San Francisco, I was in San Francisco, I think it was the last time. And it's sad, dirty, but now even the other cities, uh, they have problems with even New York. We want to help those city mayors to become digitized, smarter, to put their beans smarter, but also to have it clean and also generate money for them because when they will have income on the trash, on the waste. Yeah, no, I think that's great. It's just it makes it so much easier, which is awesome when, you know, you're not having to pay anything up front and you can make revenue off of it. There you go. Absolutely. What are the other questions? What do you need to know? Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And it's good money to be made. Trust me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I want to ask this too. What is one tip that you would have for any other ecopreneur out there who's looking to grow their business? What is one tip that you would have for them? Never quit. Never listen to whiners because <laughs> you always will have someone trying to understand better than you what you're doing. So never hear that. And I have, I always remember, even when you are raising capital, it's the saying that, that you need to kiss 1000 frogs before you find the princess. And then I said, you need to talk to 1,000 people until you find the real investor or the real, this is one of the things I keep uh, laughing about my team in Germany. I see, you know, VCs are run for Generation C. I'm 52 years old. I run companies, I build companies, and the ways they are investing in these companies that they will generate money in eight years from now, and they invest this chunk of money, and they are this hardware company where we are keeping cities clean, but also 
integrating citizen and giving data to the city and helping to grow, you know, sometimes they don't see it. So <laughs> it's, it's, it made me more because the more no's I get, more, more push I got to go forward. And definitely. Yeah. Like so, so for those that are beginning or uh, the people who has an idea, just keep pushing, never quit because nobody say it was easy, of course. But that's what you are making your own history. And this is what it's all about. I love what I do. And I also have a wonderful team. I think for me, it's important to have my team happy, my company happy. We are now 30 people. And when they are happy, things go smooth. So that's healthy for me. For me, my team, I say my kids, because they are 25, 26, they are not my kids, but I don't have kids, but I want them to grow and I want them to see the value and I want them to push them. And we are sending him next year to United States, maybe I'm a, a, a MIT or some of this university to do engineering design. And that's what I want to push. I want to push my people to grow, to don't limit themselves that they can grow as much as they want. Yeah. And we live in yeah. such a great world today where you have access to so many ways to learn. It's incredible. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even by internet, you know, people who is, has a lack of information is lazy. They don't exactly. have fingers. They don't have a screen because everything it is so healthy to get information and it's so easy. And I think there is no age to learn. Mm -hmm. So we keep learning every day. Every yes. day. Definitely. And if somebody would like to reach out to you to learn more about you, to help support you, how can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. I would love to. We have info at solaoutdoormedia.com and also through our social media, but directly through me, email is easy. And then we go to our company and then we will reply. Any question, any partnership, any collaboration, we are up. Great. And I know you have a bunch of other products that you guys are working on and have out there as well. And I'd love to have you back on someday to be able to go over that, but we're running out of time for today. So yeah. thank you so I'll much. I'll give you more uh, feedback later next year, hopefully. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to have you back on again someday. And it's been such an honor having you on here on the show. And thank, yeah, you, thank you so much. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. And hopefully we reunite one day in beautiful North Carolina. Definitely. I would love that. Take care. And if you enjoyed this interview with Luciano and Solar Outdoor Media and how they create trash cans that help encourage recycling and many other benefits that we just talked about, then I invite you to check out this interview with Tara Gooch. She's a branding expert and we talked heavily about how to effectively brand your company, but we also talk about one of her business ventures, Brands in Motion, where brands can advertise their services on 18-wheelers and large trucks, display their message and know exactly where their advertising dollars are going to work. It's a win-win all around. The advertisers get amazing ROI, the trucking company receives a cut of the revenue from the advertising dollars, and the business is completely sustainable as the trucks are going out on these routes already. So there's no additional routes being made, but just taking advantage and tracking what is already happening. So make sure you check out this interview with Tara, hear about another great business model and get some branding training on the side. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Green Business Impact Podcast. We hope you enjoyed hearing your weekly dose of climate positivity. In a world that constantly inundates you with the negative things happening, it can be great to take a break and hear some great things happening in the world. Make sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app 
to stay up to date with the latest and best interviews of the top minds in the green industries. And if you are interested in launching your own podcast to make an even larger impact on the world, then look no farther than the podcasting platform that I use here to launch every single episode of Green Business Impact, Podbean. I searched through all the different podcasting platforms out there and the best choice by far was Podbean. They give you truly the best value and all the resources you need to spread your message to the world by easily connecting you to all the different podcasting networks like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of them. And they give you so many resources and opportunities to monetize it as well. So if you are on the fence about which podcasting platform to go with, make sure you check out the link in the description below to register your podcast with Podbean. Thanks again, and we can't wait to see you back here next time for another hit of Climate Positivity.